Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome everyone to today's episode where we are going to be talking about fulfilling your calling through authorship. Um, You know, it's really interesting because recently I have been talking with a lot of people around calling and feeling like they have this calling and part of that calling is to write their book and yet they've been stuck, something gets in the way, the calling doesn't get fulfilled. So I'm really excited that today I have with me the author of a book called My Calling, My Quest, which my company published recently. Um, The author is Wendy Isaac, and you're in for a real treat today with her. Before I introduce her, we get into the conversation. If any of you are listening and feel like, yeah, I have this calling, but you're kind of stuck, Um, I would highly suggest you take advantage of you opened up some time on my team's calendar to have one-on-one conversations with people to see how we might be able to help them with uh, making progress with their book. And if you're curious about doing that as a free conversation, no obligation, um, but we will be, you know, assessing to see if there's a fit. So if you want to do that call with one of the coaches on my team um, to see about fulfilling your calling through authorship, please just head over to bookstrategysession.com. Again, that's bookstrategysession.com to have a chat with someone on my team to see if we can help you really fulfill this calling for yourself. So that said, let me introduce Wendy. As I said, she's an author of the of a book called My Calling My Quest. And this is the first book, and it's called Truth. This is the book about truth. Now, Wendy is a teacher, speaker, thinking outside of the box, problem-solving solution seeker. Her vision is truly a united humanity, and her mission is to inspire humanity's achievement of peace through the opening of hearts, minds, and dialogues. In a world where we fear the future of planet Earth and our children, Wendy delivers hope to us all by eloquently disclosing the magnificence of our origin. And her most endearing quality is her faith in humanity. So Wendy, welcome, welcome, welcome. And indeed, you do have such beautiful faith in humanity. And I'm sure that that's part of, you know, what I know inspired, you know, the journey of creating this book, My Calling, My Quest. So, so excited to have you here today talking about this topic. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Especially after all these years, like I coached Wendy through much of the process of this, this iteration, this evolution. So it's really just a joy to always talk with amazing clients who have, you know, done it and quite a process it was. So I always like to begin, Wendy, by talking a little bit like, how did you come to authorship? Like, what was the journey? How did you, you know, first feel that spark? How did it happen that you're like, oh, gosh, I need to write a book, or I want to write a book, or I, you know, must write a book as part of what I'm here to do on this planet. So how did that happen for you? That's a funny question. That never happened for me, but it happened for my mother. <laughs> right. My mother said for years, there's a book inside there and here's what it's going to be about. And, and I never actually saw the book, felt the book, or even 
felt like there was a book because I'm just one of those people that there's today, there's only today. And so whatever's before me is, is what I do. And whatever it is that presents itself before me to fulfill my calling here on earth is what I pursue. So I think there was another part of that question. And that was, when did I decide or what was that, Christine? Yeah. Like when did you really first finally feel it for yourself? You know, like your mother saw in you for years, you know, before you could see that there was a book in there, like what happened that you began to see that there was a, that there really was a book in there? What did happen was I knew that as of 2014, my calling initiated, ignited, and it was very clear what it was going to be. And then um, I actually stepped in with you in 2015 to do your transformational leader mentorship program, I think it's called. (laughs) Yes. And because I knew that I needed help organizing myself and how to fulfill what I'm here to do. Yes. And part, you know, when you and I stepped into this, Christine, I kind of made it clear in the beginning and with those who initially vetted me in order to go into this program was that I wasn't here to necessarily utilize all the facets of what you were offering. And what the primary one was that I needed to figure out how to fulfill my calling and kind of put better definition around it. And of course, you had get your book done program. In fact, that's when um, I first became aware of you was because of your get your book done program and the um, transformation or author experience, I think you were doing. What was that? Yeah, transformation author experience, you bet. Yeah. And so I knew that most likely um, with how things work, that a book was going to be the best avenue for me to go ahead and get my message out there. So again, it was just like more of a deduction of this is the next thing that needs to happen in order for me to fulfill what I'm here to do. Awesome. And let's talk about that, right? Um, People hear this word like calling, and I definitely want you to sort of talk about your calling and how, you know, that kind of plays in with the authorship piece. You just definitely kind of painted a picture for us um, that the calling really came first and the book came second. But I first want to ask you, like, what in your words is a calling? Like, how would you describe it, define it, help someone understand it from your perspective? Well, for me personally, uh, it's what I'm here to do. From the moment I came, uh, arrived at planet Earth, I, I was here for a specific purpose and one purpose only. And that was when humanity chose to um, launch their awakening entirely, that I would step in and do what I was commissioned and contracted to do. So for me, my calling was just my total purpose on earth. For myself, it was very fortunate that I knew exactly, you know, what it was going to be when that time came. And so, yeah, so for me, it was quite simple. I would say for others that a lot of people are here and maybe discover that they have a calling or maybe weren't so familiar with it in the beginning. And again, it's just what I define it is, is our very core purpose of what we're here to do and to achieve. And for me, and I think from almost everyone I know, a calling is is about being of service. And um, most everyone here right now, I think, is is here to help humanity awaken 
and or awaken themselves so they can contribute to the furtherment of humanity's rise in consciousness and reaching peace on earth, which is the topic I discuss in my book. Yeah. So let's talk about this book. How would you sort of describe this book that you published in order to help you fulfill the calling? Because it went through a lot of iterations, right? It was going to be this way and then no, it's going to be this way. And then at one point it was going to be fiction and then it transferred back to nonfiction. Like, you know, tell us a little bit about the type of book that you ended up writing through that journey so that it would be the book to help fulfill the calling. Right. Well, firstly, it was never going to be fiction, but that's how people perceived it. And sometimes my description made that confusing because I called it fiction-esque only because it really took on a fiction type presentation, which would be more typical, you know, presentation. Originally, when you and I started working together, I was looking at doing a book called The Principles of Peace, and it would have been an informational book about the way to peace that I was bringing in and had developed, and it was going to be more of a how-to book. However, when all the pieces came together of everything that was going to be a part of that, which in the end was a what I call the awakening plan for peace, there were just so many components and a lot of information that overall people could have a difficulty understanding. It was pretty you know, I have a friend that would say, I love you dearly, but I don't understand half of what you're talking about. There were a lot of dynamics to figure out. But in the end, what I decided was that I would go ahead and put this all in story form so that people could understand it. But it was not only that, it was about a woman and a journey that a woman and I took together. And so I went ahead and documented the journey as it happened. And it just, it all played out that this story format would be the best way for people to assimilate the information. Here's what I love about what you're saying there, Wendy, is, you know, too often I see people kind of writing in a little bit of a vacuum. Right. And they're not really deeply, deeply connected to who the reader is and the transformation that they want for them. And I love how you really paid attention when people were like, like, I love you, but I don't get this instead of continuing to push, you know, that ball of string uphill, if you will, or that rock uphill for something that people didn't understand, you really paused and you're like, okay, you know, if my calling is to get this message, this information out there, like you were so committed to wanting to fulfill that calling that you were willing to let go of the original way that it looked in exchange to have it look like how it needed to look so people could actually get the information. And this is so important for all of you listening to make sure that you're writing a book in a way that's going to be understandable and digestible to your specific reader for the purpose that you intend with the book. Um, don't, don't miss the mark on that. So anything else you want to add to that, Wendy, just the understandability and the digestibility of having the book really meet and match with your readers? Yeah. Um, it took several years for this to happen. I mean, actually this manuscript didn't begin until uh, mid 2017. And I completed the manuscript in the end of 2017, November. Um, my calling my quest truth is only one third of the book and the remainders to come it's all been written 
Um, but basically, a lot of that time, you know, life happened in there. But also during that time, again, it was just there were a lot of lines I had myself walk and a lot of goals that I had, first of all, was, you know, so many people here, I'm not really overly fond of the word triggered, but, you know, get triggered by things. And, you know, whether it's one side or the other, whether it's left or right, whether it's, you know, very uh, metaphysical or very, you know, religious, whatever the case may be. And with this message and, and with the purpose of it, it was just really important to try and find the place where to walk a line to where everyone could receive them, you know, basically everyone could receive the message and in a way that didn't cause them to feel resistant and or defensive or offended or otherwise. I had uh, a reader along the way. <laughs> she was the perfect reader because she would react at just about everything. And it was her reactions that um, really helped me to look at, you know, what's this going to do for others and um, the red flags that she threw helped me to decide, you know, the next approach. There was one that I did not concede on and she had a real, real issue with the word work. <laughs> you know, at the end of the book, the full manuscript, you know, it was like, what, is, what did it take for me to reach this place of fulfilling my calling? And part of it was it took a lot of hard work and she certainly didn't want to hear that. But what I'm here to do and what the books do are to help people um, mm. awaken and achieve peace on earth. Well, it's going to take some work. It's not going to happen overnight or would have been done already. So work is still part of the manuscript, but, and I did utilize a few other people along the way that aren't of my circle, just for them to let me know when clarity was needed. So I'll just tie this up this part, but I think what is so important is, is if you have a profound message and it, if it has great importance and if it has longevity attached to it and that what's of most importance is that people understand it. You know, what I said on every grooming of the book is have them feel and bring great clarity to the book so that the book could serve its calling on earth and serve its purpose far beyond myself being here. And that's exactly what I wanted to talk about next, right? Because you and I have talked before and you feel strongly that the book itself, like it as an energy, as a, as a presence separate from the author, that the book has a calling. Can you speak to that? Because this might be a little eye-opening for those of you listening um, in terms of thinking of the book. It's like not only that you, the author, has a calling, but the book has a calling as well. I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that. Yes, absolutely. So my book is, you know, our books are entities also. I mean, entities doesn't mean a being. Entities, I mean, it's from a business or from a you know, whatever. So the book, the book itself, and in my opinion, anyways, in my book, um, it has a calling and a purpose. Also, there, of course, is no judgment when I say this, but I can't imagine writing a book and, and not knowing that it, it has its own purpose. Because again, the longevity of it and the message is going to outlast and be here far longer than we are. Um, it also um, you know, when I asked several times along the way is, you know, I asked the book, what does it need to, um, in order to fulfill what it's here to do? And I, I would get the information I needed. For me, my, this book and this message is not about me. 
it has its purpose. It's here to help further humanity. And my responsibility, aside from the message I'm here to deliver, is to make sure that it is in the condition and that it's finished in a way that it could just move people forward in a way without me attached to it. I want the focus to be on the message and on the book. I don't want it to be on me. And so I published the book under C.W. Isaac and my family and people have wondered why I did that. But I did that to take the focus off of the off of myself and onto the book. So an example would be like Harry Potter. When we think of Harry Potter, well, for myself, I see the book cover and I see, you know, the things that are happening within that story in that world. But because she chose to use, I think it's J.K. Rowling, I don't see her. I don't see her face. I, I just see the magnificence of what was created and, and what the book's out there doing for people. Got it. Thank you for sharing that. And it, it's interesting. Just last week, I was coaching a client in uh, one of my Get Your Book Done group coaching calls, and they were kind of at this little stuck point with their book. And I said, you know, here's here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to spend some time sitting down with the energetic presence of your book. And I want you to ask it yeah. what it needs. It will inform you if you let yourself connect with it in that way. And if you understand that it, it needs something. It can help guide you. So, you know, beautiful to hear your experience. Like I said, just last week, I was, you know, really coaching a client, like, don't, don't force the writing, go sit and spend time with your book and see what it needs. Let it guide you. And it does like, it really does, which is pretty amazing. Yes. So what would you say then was like the biggest hurdle um, that you had to face on this journey? Yeah, it was definitely managing uh, the stress and anxiety of when the book would publish. Um, It's just so funny the way this happened. But people would always ask, well, when's it going to be done? When's it going to be done? And because this is about my calling, and what I'm here to fulfill, you know, that I'm here to fulfill my calling, you know, which is to get this message organized in a way an awakening plan for peace, get it delivered. There's all kinds of terms and conditions around that, that um, in the way that I would have to do it. And so I wasn't just dealing with, am I getting the book done? Or is it written? Or is it revised? Or is it edited? Is it ready to publish? I was also dealing with this calling that needed to be contended with. And for myself, it was also at times surviving my calling and, you know, what I'm here to do and finding my way. So People just didn't understand. And I think one of the things I said somewhere, I don't remember one, but the book will publish when the audience is ready. And the significance of when my Calling My Quest Truth published was completely hinged on when humanity was in a place to receive it and need it at most. But I do have to say, I went through a whole lot of stress, mostly just because of what everybody else thought, because people just kept asking, and when's it going to be done? And then it would put stress on me. And I was worried the message wasn't going to get out there in time. And, you know, was I negligent to delivering it when it was supposed to be delivered? And yeah, I highly suggest learning a way to forgo that. I ended up with shingles at one point, I'll just be honest. It was just, it was a hot mess. So after that, I had to learn to just like, let it go, deal with my stress. And like my mom said, you know, when people ask to say published when it's done. So 
Yeah. And you know what, there's so, it's so interesting because so many people that are in the process of writing a book, you know, one way, shape or form, they're in the process. Like the question that they really don't want to hear is when's your book coming out? Because like some of you don't want to hear that question because you're actually not working on it. Some of you don't want to hear that question because you really just like, you're not sure you'd maybe you don't know how you're going to publish it yet. You don't know how long it's going to take. You just don't know. And some of you like Wendy may not want to hear that question because it's like the honor of the calling and the way that it's supposed to happen and allowing for something to take more time perhaps than the quote unquote standard timeline that people might expect. It's, it can be challenging to hold that space and be like, it'll be ready when it's ready. It'll be published when it's published. I'm not going to publish it too soon. I'm not going to force it. You know, so many publishing companies, hybrids and independents, like they're all about like how fast, you know, like it's all about the speed, how fast, write it in a weekend, you know, write it. I saw once, you know, someone saying, you know, I can help you write your bestseller in less than a day without having to write a single word. Like this is what's out there, you know, get it published and be a bestseller in 90 days, like fast, 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 fast. But the best books are not the books that are written fast, 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 fast. Eckhart Tolle, right? His publisher, Mark Allen over at New World Library, he and I have, um, we were a really great relationship. And I remember when I first asked him about, you know, what it was like to, you know, work with Eckhart. He's like, Eckhart was amazing. Like when he wrote The Power of Now, he waited for every word, right? That's like the opposite of this microwave method, book factory mentality that we're seeing out there so much today. So, you know, it sounds weird to say kudos to you, Wendy, because I know you had no option. Like you didn't have a choice not to really honor, but so well done in truly honoring your calling and honoring the calling of the book and, you know, going through the stressful phase of dealing with the question of, you know, when's it going to be done? When's it going to be done? Just saying it'll be done when it's meant to be done. That's like. I relate to what you're saying too, because, you know, I said to people, every single word, every single sentence, every single thing that's in this book serves a purpose. And, you know, there's, there's nothing in it that, that doesn't serve a purpose or have, has an intention. And, you know, what I just wanted to share about the stress of when publishing and everybody saying, when when's it going to publish? I'll just share something that was kind of ironic, funny, and then a little bit also sad was that when the book finally published, I sent out a broadcast and let everybody know. And other than a couple people, it's basically crickets and people didn't really have much to say. It was like, wow, you hounded me for like how long? <laughs> And it's done. <laughs> so I thought, well, maybe it took too long and they lost interest, but I know that's not true because they were asking me when it was going to be done up until it was. So it was just don't hinge a whole lot of expectations on it either when you finally do publish. Yeah. 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 So true. Right. Because there's a timing for your readers as well. Yeah. Like some of those people who maybe didn't respond when it's like, okay, it's finally out. It might've just been like, okay, I'm excited for her, but I know that this book is the book that I'm supposed to be reading maybe later, maybe not right now, you know? So you never really know what kind of response you're going to get, but it is it. People are just interesting, right? (laughs) When's the book going to be done? When's it going to be done? When's it going to be done? 
and then like didn't you know didn't respond and buy it when it did come out who knows yeah what you said was so true yeah a lot of them were like okay i'll get it i'll get it someday and it's like okay <laughs> which is fine but again yeah they were they were overly curious when i'd be finished so yes so talking about this book and this calling both yours and its you have offered to give away to everyone listening to this podcast, a free copy of your book, My Calling, My Quest. So I want to just, you know, I have another question I want to ask you, but I want to make sure that everyone knows how to get that, get that. So um, you can go over to the show notes. If you head over to the show notes there, you'll see a link to go get a free digital copy, not a print copy, but a free digital copy of My Calling, My Quest, this first piece of this three-part book. Um, on truth. So you can actually go get that right over in the, in the uh, show notes. And if you can remember URLs fairly well, um, the direct website to go get it is mcmq, like my calling, my quest, mcmqgiveaway.com. And that's where you can go get a free copy of, um, of Wendy's very powerful book, My Calling, My Quest. So anything else you want to say about that freebie you offered, which is super generous? I don't think I've ever had anyone on the podcast actually give their book away for free. So that's pretty awesome. And I hope you'll all go take advantage of it. But anything else you want to add to that, Wendy? Um, I would just say that um, they'll be distributed uh, every two weeks or so. And then um, no, and it's my pleasure to do that because again, the book has its own calling and, and the message, it's, it's very important to get it out there. And it's more about getting the message out there, helping humanity awaken and helping get them to peace. So it's my pleasure to, to offer that. Magnificent. Thank you so much. So as we kind of round the corner and in, here into closing, I would love for you to kind of share the most important, like, nugget of wisdom, like the most important message that you want our listeners to kind of really walk away with from today's conversation with regards, you know, to the writing and publishing and even marketing journey when it comes to their books? Like, what do you want to make sure they leave with? Like, what do you most want them to learn from your experience? Well, it's definitely never give up. So the manuscript was written then to 2017 and it didn't publish until the beginning of 2021, February, 2021. Again, fulfilling my calling was so taxing and cumbersome and, and trying to reach the places I needed to reach to do what I was here to do. And then trying to write the book and get the message all groomed and getting out. Also, there were so many times that I just, I wasn't sure that I was going to be able to finish it, complete it. You know, someone said along the way, you know, sometimes, you know, good enough is good enough. And deep down inside of me, I knew good enough was definitely not good enough at that point where things were at. And I just, I knew what needed to happen. And I knew of its importance, even though I was unsure so many times if I would ever, ever get it published or seen the finish line really truly that is just I just had to keep saying just don't give up I kept pulling myself up by my bootstraps and uh, getting it finished and this I was working on this all the time and again life happens and things happen but just if you know it's what you're here to do if you know the messages of importance if you know the book serves a purpose 
and uh, has its own calling, then just stick with it. It's doable. Such important wisdom because there are so many opportunities for an author to give up, right? Whether it's in the writing plot process, some give up in the publishing process, you know, some publish a book and then they give up in the the marketing process. So all of you like embed this in your being, never give up, right? Wendy's here. We started working together, as you heard her mention in 2015. It's 2021 when we're recording this episode. So it's been a six year journey, but you'll see when you go download her book for free by heading over to the show notes that it was worth every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year of not giving up to birth this work in the world. So Wendy, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Please do. I am like the biggest proponent of get your book done. And I will say that had, that's the other thing, (laughs) the most important message is (laughs) I do not know how I would have completed this without it. And it even works. So my book in the end, I, I call it nonfiction transformation through story conveyance. And it, it's a novel. And my three by five cards mapping out the whole book is still up on my wall until, until the next part of it gets uh, published in total. But I can't say enough, Christine, about your GYBD get your book done program because it's, it's pristine. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And I will say like, for those of you who don't yet have get your book done, the actual like course that I offer, or maybe you're listening for the first time and you don't, you've never even heard of it before. You can actually go get a free seven day trial access to the membership site to start going through the first module and the five lessons that are in that first module. Um, you know, link is in the show notes, but if you can remember it, it's kind of easy, freebookwritinghelp.com. So freebookwritinghelp.com, and that will get you access for a week to go and sort of test drive um, the Get Your Book Done program, which has been producing authors since 2007. And, uh, you know, you just heard Wendy give it credit for being the thing that really made it possible for her to do this. So thank you so much, Wendy, and thought I'd just add that extra little resource for you all because some of you need it, and I hope you go get it. (laughs) So Beautiful. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for being here today. Such a pleasure to speak with you and connect with you now all these years later with your book out in the world. Um, Just thank you for your time. Thank you for being as committed and connected and honoring of your calling, because certainly as you know, the topic of today is about fulfilling your calling through authorship. Like you're the living, breathing, walking, talking, shining example of what that, what that can look like. So thank you. And as always, thank you all for being here and for being the type of person who's going to take your valuable time and invest it here in the Get Your Book Done podcast to help you on your journey of writing and, you know, producing and releasing out to the world, the book that is the book that will help you fulfill your calling. So I appreciate your your time and your presence here today. And um, as always, I'm wishing you, you know, happy writing until I am with you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.